freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be deadly daddling like we normally do. Google is getting sued, and millennials are out here getting jacked up. But first things first. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves. Whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year, there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, (laughs) let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember, folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors, and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives.
What up, sis? What up, brother? I can't call it. What you want to talk about today? We got some, we got some th- well first I gotta say I found my glasses. <laughs> where were your glasses? <laughs> you don't even remember where you found your glasses? I don't remember. That's a good question. <laughs> all I know is that I did find them, you know, so everybody I, I appreciate all your thoughts and prayers. You know. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't think nobody was giving no thoughts and cared. prayers. No, no one no, cared. No, no one would have even known if I hadn't said anything on the last episode. So sure enough wouldn't. And for the people who listen, they didn't even know I wore glasses. So it doesn't it's <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is irrelevant. It's uh but I'm just happy I found them. Cause it's like, girl, how you lose your glasses? You got a chain on them. Well, listen, <laughs> I just, I, I have sometimes, you know, issues with my memory. So, well, that's what happens when you get high. But we're gonna talk about that in the third block. <laughs> we're gonna talk about millennials getting high. You know, I hate to throw you under the bus. You do though, so I don't know yeah. how much you really hate it. Well. You I already mean, I, said last episode that I had jacked up energy. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm excited to, I'm on the edge of my seat to see what you're going to say today. I, I meant to say jacked up internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, once again, your internet is jacked up. I'm looking dead at you. And I, I don't know how we can't ever get this thing fixed. How is it on your end? Am I lagging at all on no, your end? No, no. Okay, it's, well, it's completely well, I don't... fine because my internet is fine. And we're not. We're just not going to rehash this. We're just not going to rehash this because I know the people are tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing about it. I just, you know, I just. But would why like are a... you throwing me under the bus? Is it because of my internet, or is yeah, it something else? No, it was because of the, because of the internet. Oh know. well, I'm not dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see you next weekend. Yes, I will be back home next weekend. Uh, our dad's birthday, so I'm very excited about that. Does uh, dad? No, that's not a surprise, is it? That I'm coming up. No, yeah. that's not. Okay. What okay. we're doing. What we're doing is a surprise. Okay. So, what we're doing yeah. is a surprise. He doesn't yes. know. He doesn't know what's but going on. But he does on. know I'm coming up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I've already. I told him months ago that I was gonna be there for his birthday. So. Okay. Yeah. No, we're gonna be celebrating my dad's 65th. Yes, that's right. He's turning sixty-five. Still young, still yeah. young. And 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 shout out to that. Um, well, we all know black don't crack, but you know, just nice when you can look at your parents and be like, "Thank God, I got good genes." Oh yeah. And I don't really have much to worry about as I get older because our parents well, look great. Well, okay. Now, <laughs> it's interesting because we're gonna talk about it in the third block, but. Um, yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We're not living the same life that our parents lived. We aren't. You know, mom and not. dad. When we were growing up, dad would do some sit ups and have some Michelobes while he was doing sit ups, which I always thought was just absolutely hilarious. He's doing mm-hmm. sit ups while drinking Michelobes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Dad, are you sitting there doing sit ups and drinking I, Michelobes? I feel like they were Michelob lights. So I feel like no, 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 no. They were Michelobes. He oh, may have got well. Michelob lights later, but they were they were the bottle of Michelobes. This is this is 1990s, y'all. Michelobes so little. It was almost like little pony bottles, but they were bigger than pony bottles. But whatever. He was yeah. sitting up there doing crunches or sit ups during this time. People did sit ups until you realize how bad it is for your back. Um, doing sit ups. And I'd be like, Dad, that you're, that's not how this works. He was like, at least I won't gain no more weight. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I you can't know, really valid. argue with that logic. Valid. Right. Like, that's <laughs> fair. And you know what? Hey, he's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how that works. But okay. 
I feel like it did work. No, it didn't work. Dad's look, dad's weight would fluctuate during my early high school years. Mm-hmm. And what would happen was is that he would go out there and challenge me to play basketball. And it got to a point where there just was no challenge anymore. But he's still a young man. When you think about it, I'm 16 years old. My dad is only 37, 38. He's younger than I am right now. Yeah. So he's out there and like, no, I'm still a young man. I can still go out there and play. And I'm dogging him. But that his ego couldn't take that. So he would go out and train. It'd be like this Rocky montage. He would go on the track. He would go in the street. He would go running, doing whatever he needed to do to get in shape to try and compete with me on the basketball court. So he would get big, Mm -hmm. play me, get dogged, lose weight, play me again, and get dogged again. Could you play a 16-year-old? Right now? Yes. Uh, me at 16? No. I, if I could, <laughs> if I saw me at 16 on the basketball court and he was like, hey, you want to play one-on-one? No, I'm going to tear my Achilles. Like, yeah. I'm scared to tear my Achilles I, running I, on the treadmill. I'm going to be honest with you. At, at my big age, I wouldn't even engage in a conversation with a child. Like, it's, like it's, <laughs> I couldn't even keep up in an argument. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to even put myself out there like that. <laughs> and that's, and that's me getting healthier. And right. I'm still like, no, y'all got that. Because the way my bones are set up and my joints and tendons and ligaments, <laughs> it don't really facilitate uh, keeping up with the youths. Look, let me tell you something. Last weekend, I was kicking it with my bestie. Mm-hmm. And to my credit, she told me later on that day that she found out from contractors that were coming in to do work that whoever built that house mm-hmm. built the stairs illegally. Like the stairs are built illegally. How how can stairs be illegal? It could be like slope or whatever. I don't know. But oh, they're okay. they're built illegally, and let me tell you, they're um, the steps are actually small, yeah. so only half of my foot can fit on the step. Right. Okay. And, and they kind of curve at the top, and okay. they're steep. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I thought she had candles on her step, but they weren't real candles. They were just like candles that had, you know, it was light. like electronic it, candles. Yeah. Was, yeah. But I didn't know. I was like, oh, she got some real candles on these stairs. I need to be careful not to knock yeah. these over. I know, I know that got to be a fire hazard, but some okay. of them are pretty realistic looking. So, they, yeah, it, they looked really realistic lo- looking. So her bathroom is upstairs. So I go upstairs, to use the bathroom. And as I'm coming downstairs, first of all, I'm stepping down sideways because mm-hmm. that's the only way my foot can be on the stairs. Am I moving a little rough nowadays? Yes. Because yeah. I've changed up my workouts, so my body is trying to get used to this, and and I'm getting older, and I'm a little, I I kind of walk like an old man sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, <laughs> "Cover your kids' ears." And she said, as I'm walking down the stairs, "Why are you walking down the stairs like a little bitch?" <laughs> and I said, "What?" She's like, "Why are you walking down the stairs like you all old and crickety?" I was like, "Yo, you do realize I'm 43. Like I may act younger, but." Yeah. I'm almost in my mid forties. I'm middle aged right now. Yeah, like I'm childish, but I'm not a child. Like that's <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. relax, relax. I wouldn't call myself the, childish. I said no. Young I said guy. I'm childish, but I'm oh, okay. not a child. Yeah, no, okay. no, no. I'm talking about I, 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 me. I thought that was a dig at me. 
Because no. I took the shot about no, your I'm, internet. I'm not you. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Because yes, you are. <laughs> we grew up in the same house. You, you're always taking shots at me. <laughs> let, let me say, let me uh, uh, misenunciate some words. I know First I of didn't all, even... misenunciate. <laughs> exactly right there. I knew it's it. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> misenunciate is crazy and let me tell you something here's why i do this here's why i correct you because i don't want you going out there among the among the populace and saying misenunciate now now you've already said it. it's on the internet it's, it. done. Yeah, it's, it's, it's done it's done it's done and it's, it's crazy done. okay <laughs> We got to be careful because we can't be stealing stuff from other podcasts because Cameron got his podcast. It is what it is. And they say crazy in reference to something else. I don't know. I have never seen it. So I assure you I've never. Um, But for something to be crazy, I don't think that anybody's got a trademark on that. Well, no, I mean, they just. okay, so. I'm going to lean into this because I, I, I actually want to get some dialogue back about uh, is it appropriate for me to laugh at this? Is it inappropriate for me to laugh at this? Do you know what the pause game is? No. Okay. It's a very childish game mm-hmm. that men have been playing since the late 90s, maybe early 2000s. Okay. Where if you say something that would be deemed as homosexual, okay. you say, Pause. Okay. Used, yeah, the I've reference, heard that. Yeah. yeah, the reference used to be no something. Yeah. Nobody says that anymore because right. It's completely it's very offensive. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But people still say pause, which to me is just coding for no. It's still a dog whistle. Right. Yeah. But but Cameron and Mace have a podcast. It is what it is, and they'll All say right. stuff like they'll say stuff like. <laughs> Yeah, they'll say stuff like, yeah, man, he was coming all over the place when he was like playing a game or something. And they'll be like, whoa, now that's crazy. Pause. And I'm like, their banter back and forth. It's funny. Yeah. I want to laugh at it. Yeah. Also, extremely offensive. Yeah. The implication of what you're saying, not even the well, implication I'm a, of what I'm you're saying. I'm gonna be honest with you. As soon as you say the words Cameron and Mace have a podcast, <laughs> I'm not really going to it for like the high intellectual content. <laughs> for anything progressive. Uh, I'm no. not looking for any, yeah, I'm just, it's automatically giving me an idea in my mind of what that content is about. And so, for the people who watch it, uh, I didn't even know it existed. But for the people who watch it and you laugh at it, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's a sports gotta, show. They talk about yeah. sports more than anything. They, it's yeah. a sports show. And they got picked up. They just signed some deal with some um, betting company. Betting companies are giving money out right and left. Hey, uh, betting companies, if y'all want to buy this show, we'll we'll put some lines on there for sporting events. My sister loves to gamble. I can learn how to gamble. I you wouldn't know. say I love it. Uh, I wouldn't say I love it. Um, I went, I fully went to Vegas last month and didn't gamble. You didn't do nothing? Not even no. the slots? No. Well, okay. I ain't well. throwing my money away. I ain't throwing good money after bad. What are you talking all right, about? All right. You used to like to gamble. How about that? Uh, you know, did 
I dibble and dabble <laughs> if the opportunity arose? I mean, perhaps you act like I I used to live at the casino and then I went to Gamblers Anonymous and got my life back together. Time out. That's only because you weren't close to casinos. But now here in the state of Maryland, mm-hmm. uh, there are casinos all over the place. I so, didn't know that. Yes. So like... If they were here when you were living here, you would have absolutely have gone to the casinos because this was a time where you like to gamble. I still don't know where this characterization is coming from, but <clears throat> sure. <laughs> sure. I think I, think I might have gambled once or qu- twice on a cruise. And then all of a sudden, well, you know, Johnny, you got to keep her away from them slots. <laughs> like, it's like, what? <laughs> all right. But back to the original question. I'm confused. I know that there are some racial jokes that people do that are funny. And I'm like, that's racist, but that's still funny. I'm going to laugh at it. Is it racist? I don't know. Is it? Uh, uh, we're talking about the the institution of racism. I, okay. Bigoted? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. It's bigoted jokes towards black people that white people will say, but they do it with such smart humor. Mm-hmm. That is like, I, I'm not offended by this. This is funny. Yeah. Now, I don't speak for the entire black race. Right. right? But I want to know, is it okay for me to laugh at the pause game? I mean, or I, should I? Should I, I truly I, don't know. I, I don't think, know either. Yeah. I need to take a census to all the, uh, this would be specifically, because this is a gay male. Yeah type game. So I want right. to speak to all the gay men out there. Please, whether it's the DMs or comment section or our email address on our website, hit me up. Let me know what's yeah. appropriate and what's not appropriate. I'm ignorant to this and I want to learn. I don't want to be offensive to anybody. But at the same time, I just want to know. I get I'm not I gotta be careful. I'm not looking for an excuse to be able to enjoy that game. Yeah. I want to gain knowledge so I'm not being offensive to people. I think you're going to get different responses depending on the person. And I think it's just going to be up to you to decide whether or not. But if you already have like some doubts in your mind about whether or not it's appropriate, I mean, you know, just follow that. (laughs) Well, let's let's just put it this way. That guilty arrow on my moral compass Mm -hmm. is letting me know you probably shouldn't be laughing at this and playing that game. I don't play right. the game. I right. don't play the game. Right. Uh, I've retired from playing the game probably about two years ago. Right. It took a little while because the game was fun. But yeah, that's pretty reti- recent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was literally right before. No, nah, it was during the pandemic. It was during yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to say that anymore. Um, but it, I, I had to make sure just for myself awareness that when I'm getting the feedback, I'm not just taking what's going to make me feel good. I'm mm-hmm. taking a, a, a true uh, gathering of all the voices yeah. and, and really learning from it. Because people love to be like, is it okay if I can say this? And then one person says that you say, that it's okay that you can. Right. But 20 others say that you can't, that you want to ride with that one person and say, see, they don't mind it. That's not how life works. Yeah, that's, I mean, they got, it's a term for that. It's called confirmation bias. And- <laughs> you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we learn uh, phrases and history 
because my sister is a linguist and I'm a historian. So we learned today to not say, uh, what was that word I used earlier or the phrase I used earlier? I don't, I don't know. When I said miss enunciate. Oh, miss enunciate. Yes. Yes. I, which could be yeah. a word. It, it could be a word. It, I guess etymologically you could put it together. Yes. I, mm-hmm. Well, it, it's still, you're still using it wrong because <laughs> you, don't, you don't really mean enunciate. You meant pronounce. <laughs> so, <laughs> so not only, not only did I say the word wrong, yeah. but I said the meaning, the context wasn't even right. No. So there was so, several layers of wrong in that. And and I have to say something because I don't want you to keep going out there and be like, this sounds like it could be a word. Yeah, that's true. But at least use it in context, like in the correct context. Hey, sometimes you just got to misenunciate some words. And it's not that you don't you don't have problems with enunciation and pronunciation. You do. Hey, <laughs> but but that, in that specific instance, you were talking about the way that you pronounce the word. Look, I got a speech impediment. We've always known that. I've struggled with saying words. Why I decided to start a podcast with my non-speaking ass, that's, I don't know. That's the question. <laughs> you ever say something? There are times when I know I'm saying something that's really smart. Yeah. Like the, like the context behind it. It's mm. really, really intelligent and smart. But yeah. the words that are coming out of my mouth are dumb as hell. Yes. I think that I think a lot of people have that issue. I, yes. I say I do that a lot. I do that a lot. But I think the people that the people that are intelligent enough to like, I get what you're saying. I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. I feel you. I see where this is going. Somebody I'm gonna follow, follow you. Somebody that knows me was like, uh, they saw some clips and they were like, were you drunk when you were filming this? Because you're always looking around. And if you guys watch on the video platform, I don't look into the camera a lot. I look to the side, to the front, to the back, because I'm trying to find the words to convey what's in my head. Mm-hmm. In my head, if, if I could crack open my head so y'all could just read my mind, you'd be like, oh, that brother is deep. But when the you're words right. come out, <laughs> I sound like that character from A Living Color, that jailhouse character from A Living Color that yes. learned a new word in the dictionary. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> just using it all wrong and just, yes. and pronounced the word or enunciated the word all wrong. I don't even know what the difference between pr- pronounce and enunciate is. Yeah. I, you look it up I the definition tell. now. Yeah. <laughs> Time out. If you don't know what it is, you can't joke on me for not knowing what it is. I do know what it is, but I want to see if I can explain it in a way that... <laughs> What, what can be understood by everyone. <laughs> oh, you want to make sure that you could dumb it down for everybody. So pronunciation is saying something correctly. Okay. Enunciation is pronouncing it so that it's clear. All right. Yeah, I don't do either one of those well. Right. Whatever, at least the sound quality is good on the podcast. That's sound it, quality know. is great. Everybody yeah, yeah. can hear every mistake. <laughs> all my mis- <laughs> all my misannunciations. All your <laughs> misannunciations. I 
I would make that the title of today's episode, but I'm just not going to do it. That that would I think you should. should. <laughs> no, no, I'm done. done. Gone are the days where truth to power, power to truth titles. Like now we have real titles for the episodes. Okay. And not and not stuff like that because you have to have listened to the entire episode and people don't listen to the entire episode in one sitting because these damn episodes are too long because you're so long-winded no our episodes are an hour <laughs> and they're pretty consistently an hour and uh i don't think i'm long-winded and you're also not. i don't know why you're gunning for me this episode <laughs> I mean, the representations of my character. Because that was funny. You know why? Because that was funny. Everybody loved that loved that clip where uh, I said, you come with low energy. When I used the wrong word, I meant to say internet, and I said energy. And everybody yeah. thought that was hilarious. So I was like, oh, it's hilarious when I attack you. Oh, so you were just going to keep that up. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my last episode of Simply Happy Hour. Nah, the hell I've it really, is. I've enjoyed my time here, but the, the workplace hell? has become hostile and toxic. Not hostile and toxic. The hell, look, I'm telling you, if, if you stopped doing these sibling happy hours, I'm just giving everybody your contact information. They ain't gonna come from my head. I'm gonna let them go directly at you and no, let them complain. No one will care. <laughs> no, <laughs> just they absolutely. This is people, look, I'll interview people that are really engaging and really entertaining mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll have my own shows, but people be like, where's the sibling happy hour? And they, don't, they do like the intelligent stuff that we talk about when we mm -hmm. get on the real topics, but yeah. they really love this dilly daddling. And I'm like, so you just like us talking nonsense. So will we just performers for you? You just we just clowns for you. We just here to amuse you to make you laugh. That's I guess yes. So. This is the entertainment <laughs> industry. Like I don't understand. We are in the entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> you almost made snot come out my nose. Would and you're you, like, yes. <laughs> would you expect me to dance for you? Yes, yeah, you're a dancer. <laughs> the whole point of this podcast is entertainment. So yeah, yeah. you expect me to entertain you? Yes, yes, they do. Because it's the entertainment industry. This is what we're here for. I, I got friends that are just like, yeah, we like when y'all are silly. I mean, that's cool y'all be talking about real stuff, but uh, yeah, we like when y'all are silly. And I'm like, I, this podcast will never just be us being silly. I have to talk about something important. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't understand why. It can, it can be both. It can be both. Yeah, it can be like, both. It, it can be both. You, you're, you'll be fine. Like, learn something, have a laugh. <laughs> Go on about your day. Right. <laughs> right. And speaking of which, you're about to learn something next about Google. So, Jay, I sent you an article earlier today. Yes. Google's being sued. I'm. This is this is not the only lawsuit Google has. Google no. gets sued all the time, but Constantly. I thought this was really instant. This I thought this was really interesting because a man named Philip Paxson died after driving his car off a collapsed bridge in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. His family is suing Google for alleged uh, for alleged negligent negligent. <laughs> I just had a flashback to uh, a Bernie Mac episode when he was trying to say negligence and mm -hmm. he couldn't get it right. And I just messed up negligence. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, Google is being sued for alleged negligence, claiming that outdated directions from Google Maps led to him driving along the dune route 
Um, the lawsuit also named several private property uh, companies. It said were responsible for maintaining the bridge, according to their lawyers. Yeah, I thought this was interesting because it's a sad story. A man died. Yes, that's never funny. No. Well, sometimes a person dying is never funny. Sometimes the means of which a person passing away can be humorous. It can. Listen, and and I'm I'm not above laughing at some things. Because, you know, death is a universal thing. It's going to happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. All so, of us and everything. All of us and everything. So, you know, sometimes people die in hilarious ways. And, and uh, you know, you got to find some humor in, in tragedy. This, though, it really was like a failure on like several fronts of several different parties. But, uh, yeah, you you know... <laughs> Listen, the GPS, it's not the Bible. Like you can, you can also, you know, be wary of your own driving and surroundings. And, you know, I, boy, some of y'all adhere to it. And I, you know, you see people driving into buildings or different things like that. And it's just, just because it told you to make a left, you should probably look and see if you should make that left. But uh, from what I could tell from the article, it was nighttime. Uh, I'm assuming this was not a well lit area, and the bridge wasn't wasn't barricaded. Um, there was no signage, nothing. Even though residents had complained for a while about this this being hazardous, not not just complaining to Google, but also complaining to you know the city, like, hey, uh, y'all need to do something about this. So. Very sad, but boy, I have questions. So I've always looked at GPS and it's a global positioning system, but it's a guiding system. Mm-hmm. It's a guide, right? Yeah. And it, it goes back, it, it, this particular situation made me think of that scene in the office where Michael and uh, Dwight were driving somewhere and they were following the navigational system and they were coming up on a river mm-hmm. and the navigational system was saying to go straight. And Dwight was telling them, there's a river right in front of us. We need to turn. We're heading in the wrong direction. And Michael was like, no, the guidance system, the GPS is telling me this way. Well, obviously it can't be this way. And they drove the car into the lake. Yeah. Nobody died. They got out the car in time. But once again, ladies and gentlemen, I... I think there's plenty of people to sue, right? Yeah. yeah. All the people that's in, uh, associated with the signage, the 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 building, uh, the bridge, because the bridge had been down since I think 2014. 2013, is, I think. Which is absolutely ridiculous. We're in 2023. I'm assuming that this happened in within the last couple of years. So even if it's five years after the bridge collapsed, your local system should have done something to make sure that people don't go down this road. There should be signs that say warning of bridge collapse or the road should just absolutely be closed, right? You shouldn't have access to the road. Those people I absolutely believe should be sued because there was a failure of systems, right? Mm -hmm. Complete systems breakdown. But Google, I don't think Google should be sued. I know that if- if I don't agree. I I don't- 
Go ahead. Well, they said that they sent Google updates saying, hey, you need to update this. This bridge isn't available anymore, blah, 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 blah. Residents didn't notify Google of the hazardous bridge, according to reports. According to reports. CNN wasn't able to verify it, but according to reports. Nobody could verify it. This is just what these people are saying. Right. Um, And that shouldn't be hard to trace. Google should be like, oh, yeah, we had these records if they're not trying to cover anything up. But also, like, I don't understand how this could be on Google. Like, Google Maps is a guidance system. First of all, why are you using Google Maps for navigation anyway? If you ain't using Waves, then I don't know what's wrong with you. I am a Waze girly. Um... For so, sure. I've given up I gave up Google Maps a long time ago. Google Maps don't even update you. Waves, if waves, if this was a waves accident, I get it. Cause they give you stuff in real time. Google Maps don't really give you stuff in, in real time. It tries to, but Let, it doesn't. Let's just I wanna back up a little bit. Okay. What's the what's the app that you what? use? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I just want like you to pronounce. The name of the app that you use for GPS. Waze. Can you spell that? (laughs) W-A-Z-E. Okay, okay. Because I heard waves. (laughs) No, I didn't put no V in there. I heard waves. You know what? That's your faulty internet. No. Okay. Again, here we go. No, time out. You tried to attack me. No, no, no. I I just wanted to be clear. No. Because I heard... I heard <laughs> in, in the, uh, uh, a glitch in the pronunciation. No, it wasn't a glitch in the pronunciation. I pronounced it right. Okay. Continue. <laughs> Ways. So, um, yeah, but I mean, I don't think Google should should be sued. Everybody else, absolutely, because it's a fair the failure of your local systems. Yeah, but Google, like, no. That's like if I do a Google search on, hey, I need a help writing a report on birds. Like I'm in, I'm in high school or something. I need help writing a report on birds. And I do a Google search on birds and it gives me faulty information because Google is a search engine. So it's just giving you a bunch of different information at the same time. And then I take that information, I write my report, I turn it in and I fail it because the information was wrong. That's not Google's fault. I think the situation is different. So I mean, if, yeah, somebody if, died. If Google wasn't aware that the bridge was out, then, okay, I can see them having that plausible deniability. But if it does come out that, or it's somehow verified that people did advise Google, hey, you keep sending people down a bridge that's collapsed, you need to update your map. First of all, Google usually updates their maps more often than seven uh, years. Yeah. So I thought uh, um, because this happened in September of 2022. So the bridge was the bridge was been out for nine years. Yes. I don't think that's on Google. I really don't. I think it's on the local systems. They failed. They failed uh, Mr. Philip Paxson. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. But if Google was made aware that they were sending, that their maps were sending people down a bridge that was out and had been out for some time, nearly a decade, 
and they did not update the map to just simply note that the road was closed, which is another reason why I like Waze because as a Waze user, I can, if I come up across something and a road is out or there's construction or something, I can alert other Wazers that this is, that you can't do that with Google Maps though. Um, And it's also different because Google itself sends cars out to come up with these maps. They use, they use obviously global, global positioning satellites, but then they also drive the roads themselves. Um, it's not like Googling something for information and it's pulling from different sources on the internet. Google is responsible for its own maps. Okay. Yes, that is true. And so if their, if their maps are unsafe, and something like this happens, they open themselves up to lawsuits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. It was, I, all right. In the pecking they, order of- Could uh, they argue human error? Sure. I would. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. I no, think I, just, <laughs> based on, just based on Google's response- uh, when they reached out to Google for uh, a, a response and Google said that they uh, were going to review the lawsuit. That, that to me, screams settlement. Oh, yeah, they're going to settle. Yeah. But they would settle anyway, whether they were at fault or not, just because this is bad-ass publicity. Plug, yes. Publicity. Uh, whew, having a tough day, ladies and gentlemen. Having a tough day getting these words out. <laughs> And notice I left it alone. No, okay. If people, people, people watching on the video can see your face, you wanted to say something. Oh, I something forgot something. about that. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. People watching the video can see your face and just being like, like my face when you said waivers, wazers, wazers. That's what and they're I, called. Is it? That is what they're called. I've never heard that expression before, but I don't drive it's, anymore, so I on, guess. Well, yeah, it's on the app. We're, the okay, people who use the app. people who use Waze are called Wazers. Wazers, okay, that's uh, hey, it's good to know. Um, first of all, to the Paxson family, we want to say I'm sorry. You know, nobody wants to lose a loved one, and that's sad because I think he was going to visit his daughter. Um, he was coming from his daughter's ninth birthday party. Yeah, so I mean, it's, there's a baby girl out there. His baby girl is going to miss her daddy. So this is really yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I don't know what to say about it. I, 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 but I think that this is definitely a, a, a failure on behalf of the people who are supposed to maintain that road mm-hmm. and maintain that bridge. And and if it does come out that Google had been alerted by several residents over the years about this bridge being out, and they did not update that map, yeah, they're gonna settle. They're I mean, gonna they're gonna have some culpability in that. Yeah, that's the key word: culpability. Who has more culpability? I believe that the systems there, yeah, have way more culpability than Google. Because a simple barricade signage. It's a collapsed bridge. Yeah. And uh, to 20 feet below into a river. Like that's, yeah. The moment the bridge collapsed, a barricade should have went up. Mm-hmm. 
And um, what, how did, why does it take you nine years to fix a bridge? Right. Well, it's North Carolina. America, you know, you got to have the money in the budget for infrastructure. It's got to be there. Um, and if it's not, then it doesn't get done. For nine years. That's a, the mayor or the local representatives, delegates in that area, the, the representatives for the, uh, the House, the state, the state senators, the federal senators, they all failed. Somebody for nine years, somebody should have got it's a collapsed bridge. It's yeah. not a it's not a bunch of potholes on a road. Right. It's a collapsed bridge. In DC in DC, there was an explosion last year or the year before on 295. Mm. It was a huge explosion where a bridge basically collapsed. The bridge in Philadelphia collapsed. They almost yes. got that's almost done. That's almost yeah. done. Like, but, I don't, but that's a stretch of 95. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to get is, done. That's still state though, right? That's not federal. Um, I believe the state is handling it, but don't quote yeah. me on that. Um, yeah. But that's, that's still, that's a major highway. Um, if this wasn't, if this isn't a major route that people take, which clearly they don't because most of the residents there know the bridge is out. Is it route or route? It can be pronounced either way. Okay. Because I pronounce it route. Some people say route. Some people say root. Okay. I happen to say root. Yeah, I'm just a route person. But then, you know. You're a route person. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, you know. when In football, when they say go run that route, they don't say go run that route. So that's how I learned it. We're going to go run that route. We're going to go run that out route. That's probably the reason why they said it out route because it rhymes. Yeah. You know, coaches always want to rhyme and stuff. All right. I don't want to take away from uh, Philip Paxson by making jokes about something that doesn't have to do with Philip Paxson. Right. Once again, we apologize uh, to the family. Send those condolences out there. Uh, I was not making, well, I guess I kind of was making a little light of it. Because it's, I mean. It's definitely interesting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a very polite yeah. way to say it. This was a very, when I read this, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if we can learn anything from Philip Paxson, the GPS, even though it's a global positioning system, it's it's a guidance system. Yeah. So keep your head on a swivel and don't just follow the guide. If the guide is telling you that there's no road there and there's a river like Michael Scott and Dwight, don't drive into the river. Yeah, don't drive into the river. But once again, send the condolences out to the Paxson family. I don't know how to how else to end this. this I don't know because your, your last segue was not great. So, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, Jay, you sent me this uh, article, mm -hmm. and basically, it's telling us that millennials, basically people from thirty-five to fifty, we are millennials. Um, are wilding out, but maybe you could give the people a little bit more details than just my great descriptor of wilding out. <laughs> <laughs> Not Nick Cannon show. So uh, the article came out last month in the New York Times, um, and it's basically about a recent uh, NIH-funded study um, that looked at 
not just marijuana use. They looked at vaping, uh, use of hallucinogens, and alcohol use uh, <laughs> among different population segments of the population. They do that from a public health uh, standpoint. So basically, in the New York Times, they said uh, binge drinking among adults aged 35 to 50 occurred at record prevalence in 2022. Uh, the new study found that nearly 30% of people in this age group reported binge drinking in 2022, continuing a consistent upward trend in the behavior. In 2012, th- 23% of adults reported binge drinking. Use of marijuana in this group has also reached historic levels, with 28% reporting this behavior, up from 13% in 2012. In 2022, 4% of adults in this group reported using a hallucinogen, double the figure of just the prior year, 2021. Um, the survey also looked at behavior among adults from 19, age 19 to 30. So then you're covering kind of Gen Z and younger millennials. Um, this group used marijuana in 2022. Uh, their use of marijuana in 2022 was significantly greater at 44%. 44% of adults, 19 to 30, using marijuana, up from 28% in 2012. Uh, but their self-reported binge drinking had fallen to 30.5%, uh, which was down from a decade earlier. And that's because they're smoking. They're, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're smoking more. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 35 to 50, those, those older millennials, that's a little bit of Gen X too in there. You know, yeah, I don't, I think most, uh, I think millennials are in their late twenties to early forties. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. We've had this conversation because I'm like on that borderline between Gen X and millennial. Yeah. A lot of the, when I was looking it up, a lot of them had millennials as the as 1981 to 1996 mm. i would include 1980 i might even go to 1979 uh but you basically 80s and 90s babies 80s and 90s babies 80s yeah. and 90s babies uh if you remember life before the internet but also the internet then that's pretty much <laughs> if you remember blockbuster right but also remember kazaa and limewire Yes, and, and Napster. And Napster. Well, Napster was the original, but when yeah. you got to Kazaa and LimeWire, like, like, because Napster, all that stuff was still around when Blockbuster was still around, right? Uh, if you remember Netflix, when the movies were mailed to you, right? When you got that DVD in the mail, you got the. If you remember, if remember DVDs, if you remember DVDs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you remember having to rewind that VHS before you. <laughs> but also you had a pager and later a cell phone right if you had that first nokia that's Uh that little solid brick that brick (laughs) if you had that you you qualify as a millennial so 80s and 90s babies you 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 qualify you qualify i want to talk about this more but i want to talk about the stuff from the 80s and 90s you never had a pager did you I did not have a pager, no. I had a pager. Yeah. Yes. I, I do remember that. I remember mm-hmm. you having a pager. Uh no, I my first kind of device, I had the that first Nokia, that blue. It's like a it was like a little brick. 
And yeah, it was nine. a little brick. Mm-hmm. It was blue. And I was talking to somebody about it. I was literally talking to somebody earlier this week about them, those Nokia phones because they had the little holster and this little yeah. uh, the clip to your belt. Yes. If you could spin it. Oh, you couldn't tell me nothing when you could right. just spin it. You could just you be out there on the streets just talking to people, just spinning your phone. Somebody <laughs> call you like, hello. And this was before texting. I don't think you could text on that. Nah. Mm. Uh, could you text on that phone? I don't remember. I remember the first phone that I, the first phone I really remember texting on Verizon came out with a flip phone. And it was the first like color screen. Yeah, because that Nokia was that Nokia looked like a TI uh, TI eighty one calculator. Right. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> the only thing you could type on there was boobs and boob lists. Yes, <laughs> that's all you could type on there. I think but- my first I had a Palm, a Palm Pre, mm-hmm. and that was my first like color screen. It had a camera on it, and you could not tell me nothing about that Palm. And then I think I got a Blackberry after that. Oh, the yeah. Blackberries was it. If you had a Blackberry. Ooh, because that was the first somebody. keyboard. That was yeah. the first like real Quirty, keyboard. QWERTY keyboard. Yes. yes. And you were like, you know, man, let me hit that. And you had your email coming to your phone too. Yeah. Also, that's when um, people stopped leaving work at work. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, if you think about it, back in the day, back in those days in the 90s, maybe even the early 2000s before smartphones really took off, when you went on vacation, you went on vacation. Work yeah. couldn't contact you. But yeah. now now employers, I talked to some people who are high-ranking executives and in, in companies, and they expect their employees to answer emails yeah. or phone calls even on vacation because even if you're away to another country that iphone still connects you mm-hmm. can still receive them emails and text messages from yep. work so in a you way can, you got them roman charges but you you can do it it's not even not even roman charges anymore you could talk to whatever cell phone company that you have like i got verizon if i say if i contact them and say hey i'm going to europe for the next couple of weeks i need to adjust my plan so there's mm-hmm. no there ain't yeah. no roman charges no more the days true. us being on the cruise and having to turn the phone off so we ain't get them roman charges <laughs> is over yeah that's over that is but over that's also another millennial thing also, you know, waiting to talk on the phone till after nine o'clock. That's, that's, a, very, that's a millennial thing. Y'all don't know. Boy, y'all really don't know. We don't have been, and this is why we drink. And this is why we drink. And this is why we get high. And this is my this is my rant. Okay, here we go. First, first of all, who's surprised by this story? No one. Certainly not me. As a millennial, I'm not. Because I say this all the time. Millennials are traumatized. We've been through it, okay? Y'all told us that we were the future, that you were going to teach us well and let us be the way, okay? <laughs> and we've been struggling ever since. Mm-hmm. I, took, I made a list of what we've been through. Oh, go ahead. Okay? Crack and Reagan concurrently. <laughs> <laughs> the rise of the shit show that is the internet. Mm-hmm. Columbine. Mm-hmm. September 11th well, and the subsequent war in Iraq and Afghanistan that who was fighting? Millennials. We, yep, we were. Millennials were fighting that. Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. The Great Recession and mm-hmm. subsequent housing crisis. Guess when that happened? 
when we all graduated college. <laughs> you forgot about the DC sniper. DC sniper. Dating apps. You can't even meet nobody anymore. No. You can't. <laughs> okay. Ain't no old fashioned way. Okay. You can't even get a job the old fashioned way anymore. What's the old fashioned way? You go into a place, you ask them if they're hiring, you fill out an application, you talk to the manager. If they like you, you get hired. No. Now everything is driven by AI. And and if your resume don't have the exact keywords that they're looking for, it is filtered out and you and you are ghosted. Wow. Okay. Guess what? You think it's over? It's not. COVID-19. A pandemic. Which is followed by what? Another recession and housing crisis. <laughs> now we're dealing with inflation, climate change, a, a, a racial uh, climate that is just it's out of control. Oh, don't, don't, don't be in a marginalized group. <laughs> don't be non-white. Don't be a woman. Don't be queer. Don't be disabled. Don't be neurodivergent. For God's sakes, don't not have a college degree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We the millennials are the most educated, the most diverse generation, but we have the most debt mm-hmm. and, the, and and dealing with wage stagnation. There was an article in the Washington Post um, that. It was titled uh, "Millennials." Millennials are the most unlucky generation, and it talked about we're experiencing slower economic growth, lower earnings, lower wealth, delayed milestones. We don't buy, in 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 the sense that we're not buying houses, we're not getting married, we're not having kids, or we're do, we're doing it, but we're doing it later because mm-hmm. we can't afford to do it now. Mm-hmm. We have three hundred percent more student debt than our parents. According to the U.S. Census, one in five millennials lives in poverty. Um, There's another, is a really cool, like interactive article on the Huffington Post uh, called uh, Millennials Are Screwed. And it basically says, and this is true, we turned 18 at the wrong time. We graduated mm-hmm. at the wrong time. Um, and institutions, healthcare, housing, education. I don't know who's responsible. I do know who's responsible, boomers. But they're all <laughs> giving, giving, us, giving us the shaft. And, and the way that people characterize us as lazy, as avocado toast eating, gig economy, <laughs> like exploiting wastes of space who won't grow up is so infuriating to me. We are overworked, underpaid, we're depressed, we're anxious, we're burnt out. Mm-hmm. And so, excuse me, if I want to have a bottle of wine and a joint. <laughs> If I, wanna, if I want to have, <laughs> okay, some sort of sparkling vodka drink in a can <laughs> that comes in a pack of six <laughs> and an edible, 
to get through my life because my antidepressants aren't cutting it anymore. To hell with you. <laughs> Leave me alone and fix the damn economy. Because <laughs> it's not working for us anymore. And also, you told us we were going to be the future. I'm going back to this because that song, really, it, it was just, you jinxed us. <laughs> You told us we were supposed to be the future, but you won't step aside and let us leave. Mm. I got questions. Mm. Mm. Now, is that a direct shot at people not retiring on their retire age? Politicians not getting the hell out the way, making way for the young folks? It's a direct shot at boomers. And everybody knows that there's been a war between boomers and millennials since we've come of age. But we are carrying around the the baggage of the people that are coming that have come before us. And we are suffering from it's not like other generations aren't suffering from these same uh events. It's not like other people aren't having issues because of the recession or because of inflation or uh, student debt and things like that. But statistically, the research is showing that it has most significantly impacted millennials, particularly millennials of color. Well, that's because this is when we were coming of, coming of age as adults. Yes. This all happened when we were supposed to be making those steps to get the good job, to buy the house, to find our partner, to get married, to have the key, kids, to have all that security. I'm sorry, but when the boomers talk about, uh, we bought a house, your house was $100,000. That same house right now is $750,000. Their house was $50,000, $60,000. Well, well, depending on when they bought it, right? Because right. like, you know, our parents got money later. So the first house they bought, because in, in that, area that they bought it, it was relatively cheap. But the second house they bought cost a little bit more money. Mm -hmm. So things progressed up. But but let's just say when when mom and dad built that house in 2001, what they paid for it, I couldn't get that house right now for that price. If no. I could, I would. If I could, I would buy that house at that price because I could afford it. But I can't afford whatever it's going for now. No. No, most, most, most of us can't afford the rent because the wages have stagnated, but the cost of housing has ballooned exponentially. Not only that, but childcare. I'm talking to some friends of mine that they have kids that are toddlers that are their childcare. And somebody was like, yeah, we pay like about $4.75 a week. I was like, wait a minute, hold up. That's, that's almost $1,800 a month. Like, yeah, around that, I was like, that's a mortgage and a rent pay rent payment. I mean, yeah. not quite. It's not quite there because rent is too damn high. The rent is like, too damn high. I was like, oh, okay. Like, so like one person takes care of the mortgage or the rent, the other person takes care of child care. Where's the rest of this money coming from? Where is it coming from? We're like, all we're all scratching and surviving. <laughs> right. And and I don't say all this to say that we're looking for some sort of sympathy. We've never asked for you. We've never asked for anybody's sympathy. What we're asking for is a shot. Right. What we're asking for is the same 
chance to get to middle class status or attain this, even though it's a joke, the American dream that that the people before us had. We didn't get that same shot. And it, and it would be one thing if we didn't get that shot and y'all recognize that we didn't get it and you had the appropriate empathy, hmm. but they don't. And then you want to come out with these articles like this is news. This is not news. This is not news. <laughs> we, we, are, we are feeling insecure economically hmm. in our careers we uh, we are dealing we are dealing with trauma both generational ancestral <laughs> if you black you got post slave syndrome we are dealing with it we're trying to break generational curses and we're trying to heal we're trying to go to therapy but damn that i listen i need to unwind at the end of the damn day <laughs> Okay, I need to unwind at the end of the damn day because I'm we're working the same 40 hour work weeks. A lot of us working more than that because we again, we got to we got to live. Who works 40 hours? Like nobody. I don't nobody works 40 hours. Right. Nobody. We're working much more than that. You got your full time job and you got your side hustle and then you got your passive income. <laughs> If you don't have a side hustle or if you only if you only live in off and there are people out here getting money. There's people in their salaries. Yeah. They're getting money. Yeah. Shout but out also, to the millennials that's out here getting money. Um, but also, I know a lot of millennials that are getting money. What would be deemed as getting money? Like I live in Washington, D.C. Mm hmm. Well, outside of Washington, D.C., but Washington, D.C. I'm Washington. I'm five miles from Washington, D.C. It is really, really expensive. Yes. To live here. If you actually live in the city limits and you find a decent place to live, it's probably just been built. You can get yourself maybe a 550 or 600 square foot one bedroom apartment that's going to cost you $27, $2,900 a month. Mm -hmm. don't, don't go for a two bedroom. That's going to get you close to four grand. You better have three other people living there. <laughs> in a two bedroom two to a room we're going back to the dorm rooms in college it's expensive out here yeah and i didn't i remember when eggs remember when eggs was like a year ago or six months ago was like seventeen thousand dollars a carton yes. yes they finally got back to regular prices but yeah you know inflation is 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 out there yeah. It's 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 a real thing. Things are more expensive. And the, and the cost of living has gone up and wages have not gone up. Especially not minimum wage. You cannot There was a time where you could make minimum wage and be and ha, and be able to live. Mm -hmm. You cannot make minimum wage right now and live. No. Nowhere. And you know when that time was when they first instituted the minimum wage. Yep. That's the time when you could make the minimum wage. <laughs> When they first instituted it. Yeah. But yeah. I mean. But it, yeah. and it's, it's not just our current predicament. You know, we're forward thinking also. So we're thinking about the future. And, uh, you know, it's studies are showing that returns on 401ks are expected to fall by half for our generation. 
that we're likely not going to be able to retire until we're 75. Mm. And will Social Security be around? We don't damn know. Mm -mm. So we're stressed. We're stressed out. And Mm. you know what helps with stress? Weed. Weed. Alcohol. A nice Chardonnay. Some hallucinogens. At the end of the day. And a little (laughs) bit of microdosing. (laughs) And also... Arguing with yourself in the shower. Arguing you with yourself bed. in the shower. And you know what? I, I feel like people felt us on that. <laughs> you got to get them <laughs> frustrations out. And you, don't out. Wanna, and you don't want to be a burden to others. No. So you, just, should, you shouldn't want to be. Some people don't mind being a burden to others. I never understood that. Yeah. But some people are like, let me tell you about what's going on with me. Well, cool. I don't mind listening. But if you got some negative energy about you, then, then go over there. Yeah. Don't bring it over here. Yeah. I, I'll help you through whatever problem, but I don't want to keep hearing about the same problem day after day after day. Yeah. Don't, don't do that to me. And, and that's why I always push for people to get involved in politics, specifically us, because so many of the decisions that are being made, we're going to have to reckon with the consequences of it. Our generation is what's going to have to reckon with the consequences of a lot of these decisions that are being made, not just economically, but socially. And if you're not participating or, or uh, at least become being more informed, if you ain't woke. There you go. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) If you're not keeping yourself informed about what's going on, Boy, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. It already mm-hmm. is. It already is. We're already, mm-hmm. like I, I went through the whole list. We're already reckoning with the decisions of of other people, of generations before us. And then you got boomers calling us lazy, Gen Z calling us cringe, and Gen X, I don't even know where y'all are. They're so medicated. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> but- <laughs> don't We don't have to worry about it because Gen Z ain't going to take it. Gen Z is yeah. not going to take it. Yeah. There's but, a famous but line. Y'all, come on, we love y'all. Have some respect for your elders, though. Let, let, let us live a little no, bit. No, <laughs> we, we talked about that earlier. Look, just because you're older, don't mean that you get respect. Not that I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not talking about boomers. I'm talking about us. us. You don't have to call us cringe just because our TikToks are a little lame. Look, well, come on now. We got to recognize. Let me give you a prime example. I've been thinking about it for the last six years and it really boosted up during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to, I think I want to get my ears repierced. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason why is because when I had my ears pierced, I had both of them pierced mm-hmm. and I had diamonds in both ears. Cause mm-hmm. that was the style back then. But you couldn't style. wear, you couldn't wear dangling earrings. You couldn't wear like the little thing with like a little cross and a dangling yeah. off here. You can like, wear like I got on here. Right. You could wear hoops, but wasn't nobody rocking hoops except for Michael Jordan. And he wasn't really a fashion aficionado, despite the fact that everybody wanted shoes. Right. But now the dangling earring is back. Mm-hmm. And I want to have a dangling earring in one <laughs> ear and a stud in the other ear. Yeah. But also when I was hanging out with my bestie in the city this past weekend and we went to a spot, it was a little rooftop bar. And it was a younger generation. Yeah. And as I'm struggling to walk up the stairs because my knees hurt, my body is sore and all yeah. that other stuff, I realized that would probably be a little cringe for me at 43, 44 years old 
to go ahead and have dangling earrings and, and diamonds in the air because that's not for my generation. I'm literally too old to try and act like I'm in my 20s. I don't think that that's what you're doing, though. I think you saw an aesthetic that you liked and you, you want to. Uh, that aesthetic is a young look. I don't and think I ain't it young is. No more. I think it's I think it's a current look. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mix what's trendy with youth because it's not necessarily the case. No, whatever is trendy is brought about from the youth. Mm-mm. Whatever's trendy mm-hmm. is brought about by black people. The black youth. <laughs> no, just yes. just no, just black people. No, black youth. And let's not hold on. It's not just black and people. And then also because Latino people, and, we and can't we can't not me, acknowledge. We are not Latino. old. Uh, we're in our thirties or forties. We're not. We're middle aged. We're middle aged. We're not we middle aged. Middle aged. We are middle aged. We are. So in we the ain't middle. old, but we ain't young. Right. And that's what I'm saying. We ain't old, and we ain't young. But if I see an aesthetic that I like and I wear it because I wear the dangly earring, I wear the one earring, you know, like if I wear, if I see it and I like it, I'm going to wear it. I'm a rocket in a way that works for me. So you just got to rock it in a way that works for you. Oh, it'll work for me because I normally carry myself, you know, one thank thankfully. Thankfully, well, at least everybody keeps commenting. I don't know if that's the case or not, because the only thing I got to compare it to is my family and my family all look good. They all age well. Yeah. But people say I don't look my age. So cool. People also have a weird conceptualization of age. Yes, that too. Especially when you get to middle age, because again, this is a term middle age makes it sound like we're ancient, but middle age sounds like, I just think midlife crisis and things like this. No, this is the time. This is the time where if I was going to go through a midlife crisis, this would be it. But truly, I don't think that we're old in a way that we can't contribute to the culture. No, that's only, the only reason why we feel like that is because we don't have kids in the family. Parents, our age, Mm -hmm. definitely old. I don't think so. Look, I know, I know so because when, because when I went, uh, uh, I'm literally probably one of the only ones of my friends that don't have is me and like a handful of us that don't have children. But uh, you know, my listen, you get a millennial out, and they ain't got to worry about their kids. You will see that youth. Yeah, no, you'll see the youth for the night, and then the next day. They're like, what was I doing? I don't know why I was doing that. I should have known better. Well, yeah. I mean, that's all of us. We're middle-aged. <laughs> that's the point I'm trying to make. But you know what, though? You know what, though? As long as I don't go out, if I'm at home, I could drink a half a bottle and be just fine the next day. Won't even feel it because I'm at my own pace. I'm binge drinking but it's my own pace at home. It's that binge drinking when you go out. For some, I don't know what it is. Well, when it's you a go shorter out. time span. You do, you're doing it in a shorter time span. Yeah, probably I should stop pre-gaming. That should probably be where I should start and stop yeah, pre-gaming. I, I, would, I would say number one, uh, I stop, I, I think I stopped pre-gaming in my early 30s because I was like, no, I'm going to have a couple of drinks while I'm out. And... But I think, you know, actually, I'm going to start pre-gaming again because uh, when you go out and you order a drink 
and a shot and is, you know, 58, 99. <laughs> and he's just like, that's the point I was trying to make. The hell? In DC, you can't go out. You go in DC. As soon as you step out the door, you didn't spend a hundred dollars. Yes. As soon as you step out the door, you didn't spend a hundred dollars. And in Atlanta, when they are charging you for ice. Word. Wait a minute. Hold up. What establishments are, st- are charging for ice? <laughs> okay ladies and gentlemen if y'all if for those in the audio my sister just gave me a face to let me know exactly what establishments are charging for ice you know and, good and hell well what establishments are charging for ice ladies and gentlemen for those in the audio audience that that don't understand because you didn't see my sister's facial reaction we we're talking about a particular Grouping of establishments. You're talking about black owned. It's black owned. <laughs> why do they do why do they overcharge us to come to the establishment when we're trying to support them? I don't understand. I kind of understand the logic, but I kind of don't understand the logic. You know, there's that really terrible well, stereotype of black hold people up, hold up. tip and we don't, you know. Yeah, but hold up. Before we get into this. We are gonna save this conversation for the after hours. On yeah, because I want to get the into show this. is running long. Yeah, the, well, not only the show is running long, but I got some stuff I want to say, and it needs to be uncensored and not on our main show. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all want to hear what we talk about when we talk about black establishment, y'all need to sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash unsolicited perspectives, where you can get the after hours uncensored and a couple of them episodes of the talking straight ish. I haven't done them episodes in a while. But I'm going to do some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. There's like 50 episodes on the Patreon page. And y'all better hop on it because the price of the break is about to go up. Right. <laughs> but on that note, Jay, what do you want to tell the people out there? Give, give, give millennials a break. We really trying out here. Uh, we're really trying. And it feels like we're set up for failure. But, um, hey, legalize it. Legalize, legalize what? It. Legalize it. You know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I, I'm talking I, about marijuana. It, well, it is, you know. It's oh, com- not, it, in, not in your state. Not in but my in, state. Up here, but I can, I'm about to smoke weed and go for a walk. Legalize it. Because yeah. there's people out here struggling. And the last <laughs> thing we need to worry about is catching a case just because we're trying to relax. Right. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Remember, you can hop on our webpage at unsolicitedperspectives.com where you can get all the audio and video podcasts, as well as the link to our Patreon page that gives you our After Hours Uncensored and Talk Straight-ish. Like I said, there's like 50 episodes on that page. So if you really like the interaction of me and my sister, it is unguided it's unguarded that uncensored is truly uncensored we just get on there and just start going so if you like the dilly daddling of the sibling happy hour you're gonna love after hours uncensored and also blogs and what else our merch merch we got some shirts buy some shirts support us you listen to us all the time support us like comment share all that good stuff all the things that's right all the things but until next time As always, I'll holla. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, Audi 5000. Peace.